Welcome to the Productivities Podcast. I'm Mike Vardy, and on this solo episode of the program, I want to talk about something that I have found challenging for years, and I've tried to find numerous ways to get past this challenge and overcome it, and I think that I may have something in play that's going to let me do this, and I want to share kind of that story with you because I think that you might find... Are you a small business owner struggling to find the right talent for your team? I've been there and I know how challenging it can be. That's why I recommend LinkedIn Jobs. It's not just any job board. It's a community where you can find professionals who are the perfect fit for your business, many of whom aren't checking other job sites. In fact, 70% of LinkedIn users aren't visiting other leading job sites, making LinkedIn your best bet for finding top talent. With LinkedIn Jobs, you can post your job and reach qualified candidates quickly. 86% of small businesses find a qualified candidate within 24 hours. And now, you can post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation. That's right, for free. Don't miss out on finding top talent. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash conversation today. Terms and conditions apply. Meal planning is important because it prevents us from being a disappointed wreck when dinner time comes around and we have no clue what to make or even if we have the ingredients to make the meal. It's a time and a money saver, but most importantly, it frees up valuable brain space. Creating a meal plan prepares us for the week to come and gives us peace of mind that we're organized and can feed ourselves and our family. That's why I do it and that's why Plan to Eat helps me do it. Your subscription includes access to the Plan to Eat website and fully featured mobile apps on iOS and Android. And Plan to Eat gives you the tools to clip and organize recipes from any website, the ones your family loves and that fit your dietary preferences and needs. And you can create a meal plan around your schedule. Then what happens is the Plan to Eat software automatically creates an organized shopping list based on your plan. So sign up for your free trial at plantoeat.com slash timecrafting. That's plantoeat.com forward slash timecrafting. The coupon will be automatically applied to your account and can be used when you're ready to subscribe. It's valid for new customers only. Give Plan to Eat a try today. That you are challenged by the same thing, and that's fitness. I'm not an athletic person. I never have been. I can remember in grade four when I got my report card And the only grade that kept me away from straight A's was physical education. I'm uncoordinated. Uh, It took me years to learn how to ride a bike. I was on training wheels, I believe, until probably grade four. Uh, I'm not that kind of person and never really have been. And that's the thing is I think when you are uncoordinated and you're not physically someone who is, is a sporting type, then that sticks with you when you're young all the way through to as you get older. I loved playing road hockey, but I wasn't very uh, competitive with people my own age. I would end up playing with my brother and his friends who were three years younger than me because I could at least be competitive with them. I remember playing baseball. And uh, the only reason I really got to play as much as I did was because my dad was the coach of the team. So I benefited from that. But it never was something I was really, really kind of fascinated with or or enjoyed because it wasn't something that a came easy and b that I enjoyed so I didn't really focus on fitness growing up and as I've gotten older I've come to the conclusion that it's something that I need and want to spend time 
bringing into my life as, as, a, as a consistent part of it. There's a few reasons for that. Number one is I used to be this person that could eat whatever they wanted and it would not show up externally. I just didn't gain weight. Now, I'm sure it wasn't doing too much good for me on the insides, but that's besides the point. And all of a sudden, I hit my 40s, and suddenly things are showing up that didn't show up before. I also noticed that my energy levels are kind of waning and all over the place, and that that started a few years ago as well. So by now, I've realized that being fit and I'm working on fitness is something that I need to do in order to keep my body operating at levels that I want it to. So I can do the work that I want to do and obviously live the life that I want to live. And the second reason, so number number two, is I want to live a longer life. And I don't want to be somebody that is, uh, you know, um, hindered by my physical, um, you know, my physical means of not being able to walk very, very far or losing, you know, having shortness of breath or a lack of mobility because I didn't take care of that early enough on in my life. And uh, if I wait too much longer, I think that that could be the case. So fitness has been a challenge for me and I now want to challenge fitness. I want to challenge my ideas around fitness and, and my my thought process around what it can be and what it should be and make it so that it's something that I can actually enjoy. And I have tried my fair share of fitness apps over the years and fitness routines and, and, and health books and all of this stuff, diets, different, different nutritional things. And by the time I wrap up this episode, I'm going to share with you what I'm doing now. And I'm going to be actually doing one of these things as soon as I'm done recording this episode. So first off, let me talk about the different things that I've tried. So I have tried things like, I, I remember trying the um, uh, uh, the Beachbody stuff, you know, the, uh, the P90X, doing that stuff before I met my wife and going to the gym and trying to get to that level of fitness uh, and there was other ones too. Um, the Body for Life program was another one. And I was getting up in the morning, which is not a good time for me to go to the gym with my roommate at the time. And we would, you know, I would do cardio and weights and things like that. And I don't like lifting heavy things. I never really have. And as recently as uh, late last year, I was doing that at the gym, the, the local rec center in my town. I was lifting heavy objects. I don't like doing that. I don't like doing that unless I, I you know, there's a need to get there. Like I need to move it <laughs> to, to somewhere. But just repetitive lifting is not something I wanted to do. So the more I've thought about routines where you're lifting, you know, weights and, and, and working on machines, it's not that appealing to me. So that's something that I stuck with for a little while but ultimately rebelled against. And I think what's happened with fitness routines, and, and, and I imagine that for, for, for those listening, for, for, it might be you, where it's the same thing for you. Like, I don't, it's just something that I'm not going to be going out there to, you know, become this guy who can move heavy things. I don't want that. I don't need that. I just want to be in, I want to be fit. I want to be in good shape. And, and who knows? Maybe 
by going through what I'm going through now, I'll be able to lift things and it might become something that's enjoyable. But I think that's the key is if you're going to try to focus on fitness is the challenge is to get it to be doing something that you enjoy doing. So for, for me initially, maybe it was the idea of getting my body in a decent shape and just trying different things. So the body for life program, the P90X, those things. And the idea behind the P90X was this 25 minute workout. You know, you can work out in as little as 25 minutes a day. And I remember uh, watching, I believe the, the, it, there's something about Mary, the movie with Ben Stiller. You heard of this thing, the eight minute abs? Yeah, sure, eight minute abs. Yeah, the uh, exercise video. Uh-huh. Yeah, well this is gonna blow that right out of the water. Listen to this. Seven-minute abs. And we've seen these programs over the year where it's about doing very uh, intense things for shorter periods of time because that way you could get in better shape quickly, and it was an efficient way to do it. But here's the problem, and I'm not the only one that's talked about this. There are a lot of people that have, and when I say talk about it, I mean that have read about this, and I'm not a research uh, person who's researched a lot of this stuff, but... Uh, I have read about Ikigai and the idea of movement and, and people who live long lives. They don't do these high-intensity workouts, seven-minute, you know, they, they don't do Tabatas. They, don't, they do things like they move things as needed, so they're not doing repetitive lifting, but they're moving heavy objects from time to time, which, again, I'm fine with. Um, but they're also going for walks, and they're just, they're not sedentary, and I remember reading about that and realizing that's something that I think I would find appealing. The idea of movement, of doing things that are not super intense, but are consistent and that allow me to stay in shape and maybe either maintain or get in better shape. That's why when I started trying different, um, you know, things like Met Pro, who sponsored episodes of the podcast before. The idea of, of you know, the food part was a key part. We'll come back to that in a minute. But using the Future Program, who also sponsored this podcast at some point in time, was the idea of doing the workouts. And I remember when I was using Future, and they, I really enjoyed using it. I was not in the right place to use it as much as I should have. So I, I let the system down. And it might have been just the, where my head was at at the time. But... I remember using it and having these um, workouts that I felt were, were good um, and, and were doing what they needed to do, but they weren't exactly, uh, I wasn't into it. I just felt, I almost felt forced into it. And that's probably because I felt like I was saying, hey, I'm going to do this thing. And then I remember that they switched coaches, which I thought, again, was, was, was great because one coach was on vacation and it was a, it was a different way of, of that coach operated in a different way. And it threw me off. Um, again, results may vary, right? Depending on what you do. Uh, I had a great time working with Alex. I really think future is a great product and that they, they worked really well with, with, with me. And I know they've, uh, you know, as long as I put the effort in, and I just wasn't putting the effort in. So again, you're only going to get out of something what you put into it. I talk about this with productivity all the time. And with fitness, I knew that if it wasn't something I enjoyed doing, then I wasn't going to get as much out of it. So I'm now of the mindset that trying out a fitness program that I I haven't seen work with, there's no, um, I wouldn't say intense uh, incentive, 
but there's no emotional connection to it, I need that. I need something where I can say, oh, I want to do this because of this. I remember trying Di Manuel's Whole Life Fitness Manifesto, and I still have that that book. And Di, Di is a, a great guy. He lives in Vancouver, BC with his family. And there are elements of that program that I really like. Uh, no need for heavy weights. Um, there's a meditation component to it, which I really enjoyed, the, the personal development piece. Um, and then there's obviously some food uh, association stuff with it as well. But the reason I tried that program and the reason that I enjoyed it and the reason that I, it's one of the ones that I've kind of said, hey, you know what, if I want to mix things up, I should try this is because I know Di and I like them. So there's a personal connection to that. So I think that's 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 one thing that if you're challenged by something, and we'll use fitness as the example, the connection to someone that you you value or something that you value will help you. I know when I did the, uh, we'll, we'll shift into the nutrition piece now because that's a big important piece. You know, I just can't eat everything that I want anymore. I have to be more mindful of that. I remember talking to my friend Carl Stave and, and Courtney Carver, who's been on the program before, and we talked about the Whole30 program, and I tried the Whole30. And lo and behold, it did the job. I stuck with it for 30 days. I noticed a change. But the reason I tried it in the first place wasn't because I read somewhere online that the Whole30 was amazing. I've done that with other things before. I've done that with other programs, um, fitness, health, all those things. And very few have stuck because there was no ties, no emotional ties to a, a, some someone or something that I valued. And when some, when Carl and Courtney said, oh, you should try this thing, especially Courtney. I think it was Courtney that said it. Uh, I was I was ready to go. Uh, the, that's why when I go back to the original part of my story of working out with the Body for Life program, I went because my roommate was involved. And so when I started using Met Pro, I liked it because there was this element of planning. And I really liked planning. I like knowing when I'm supposed to do certain things. I like knowing when, you know, this is supposed to happen. I know that when I did Met Pro that I knew what I was eating every day. And right now when we're when the world is in such an uncharted waters uncharted waters kind of place, uh planning is kind of one of those things that is hard to come by and it's hard to stick to. So if I can engineer some kind of certainty around things, that's always good. So one thing that, that I've wanted to do and that I think helps me and it might help you as well is to make that physical fitness stuff an appointment. Make it something that you actually lock into your calendar. And you know me, I don't do a lot of things on the calendar. Calendars are, it's the directory for my day. It's not the details. And so I wanted to make sure that, that something showed up on a consistent time every single day. It's seven days a week because even if I take a day off, I want to see it there as a trigger for the fact that I know I'm going to be doing this consistently. So I've done this many times before, but I've always done it with only myself in mind because I've been working from home. So I, you know, and no one was here. Well, I've had to talk to the family about it, my wife in particular, to say, hey, you know what, when can I work out? This is important, and it's important for her too. My wife wants to see me, wants me to stay in shape. She's not a fan of, you know, when I drink too much soda pop or when I don't work out. She she wants to see me do this kind of stuff, and 
And I want to do it because again, I want to have that long life. I want to be here to hang out and be active with my grandkids. And so she knows I'm a night owl. And I know that one of the things I always do when I'm trying to decide to do something is I tend to look at Dr. Michael Bruce's book, The Power of When, initially, to see when he recommends that you try something. And it was very easy for me to find out when he says that someone like me, a wolf, so a night owl, a wolf, and if you read The Power of When, you'll you'll know what I'm talking about. If you haven't and you want to have a better sense of when you should do certain things, definitely uh, pick this book up. I'll link to it in the show notes. But and, and he was on the podcast too, so I'll link to the podcast episode in the show notes. But I looked at my the, the cadence of when you should do certain things, the timing, and it was between 6 and 7 p.m. That's when he said, like, running, uh, yoga, uh, physical fitness, all that stuff should happen between 6 and 7 p.m. because that's when my body's at its physical peak based on my, my circadian rhythms. If I had chosen 6 to 7 p.m. flat out, I probably would have caused a lot of animosity and acrimony because my wife and I, we know that dinner's between 6 and 6.30 generally. So between 5 and five, five and 6 is now a better time. So I said to my wife, hey, I really want to set up these what I call wolf workouts, which will be the time I do workouts based on my fact that I'm a wolf. Uh, and she said, well, between five and six should work because that's when you need to, to that's, that's close enough to that time. Now, again, we are in this time of uncertainty where that is the ideal and it may have to move. But I can tell you right now that you make the appointment and then if you're going to have to move it, you move it in the, you make sure you commit to that movement and then move it to that specific time. So let's say it didn't work for me to do it between five and six today. Six and seven is not going to work either. Maybe between seven and eight. Any, you know, any later will probably really disrupt my sleep. Any earlier, I may not be at my peak. But I know that that time frame kind of works. I don't want to put on my to do list workout, do yoga, go for a run, whatever. That doesn't, I mean, that that's, that's a task, but I want to make sure that this is an appointment because it's a commitment and that's how I do it. So first off, number one, for, for me, for fitness challenges, I have to be emotionally connected to the tool, to the system, to the framework that I'm going to be using. Number one. Number two, I need to make sure that I schedule it. And I'm not a big scheduler of very specific types of tasks. In fact, I would say this is the most narrow of the quote horizontal themes that I have with these wolf workouts because it only tells me, you know, hey, here's what you're supposed to, here's your workout time. And then I'm supposed to work out based on whatever today's schedule is. And then finally, the last piece is much like with to-do list applications, I think having some skin in the game is what you need as well. So not just an emotional component, but spending a bit of money. Uh, and right now money is tight uh, for a lot of people. Um, and money will always, I mean, what fitness is one of those things where it's like, well, whatever. And you don't have, I mean, again, for me, this is for me because the discipline factor of knowing I put some money in, I, I want to make sure that I get my money's worth. So I will, uh, I will do some math around, okay, if I was going to go to a gym, how much would this cost? Now, if I'm going to use an app, how much would this cost? And this choice is far easier right now because, as of this recording, we're not able to do much travel. There's no gyms that are open. We're basically 
you know, during this, 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 you know, this period in this season, um, apps are the way to go. Online programs are the way to go. So having that lack of choice has actually been very helpful. And I know for a fact that some online services are, are leveraging that. And that's, that's, that makes total sense. So with all those three things in mind, and then I look at my history of things that I've done, whether it's body for life, the P90X, the whole 30, the, you know, future met pro, uh, several other different, uh, center, the center app that Chris Hemsworth does, um, you know, the, the couch to 5k program, uh, all of those things, DDP yoga, even the wrestlers, right? Uh, Diamond Dallas Page has his own yoga program. I decided there's even more, like I've got the, the fit desk. I mean, there has been a history of me trying to do this. And it's finally gotten to the point where I need to, I needed to make a choice and I needed to kind of draw a line in the sand and commit. And so the fourth piece, which is kind of like a one that I would say ties everything together, is committing not just to a time of day, but to a certain time frame that I'm going to work on this. And that's when I went back and revisited prior material, right? So, for example, the Whole30 is a 30-day program. Uh, the Whole Life Fitness Manifesto is a program as well. That I can't remember offhand right now how long that program is. I'll link to it in the show notes, though, but that's got a length of time. The Couch to 5K program has a length of time. So does DDP Yoga. Lots of these have different, um, I know Center's program is six weeks long, the one that they have. In the, the, so there are lots of different lengths of time. And by knowing that then, and committing to that frame is super helpful as well because now I know this is what I do for the next X number of weeks. And... When it comes to fitness challenges or a challenge of any kind, knowing what to do, when you're going to do it, and how long you're going to commit for is incredibly helpful because it creates expectations and it creates some certainty around something that you may have struggled with or that may not necessarily have certainty built in all the way across the board. So... In this case, I'm struggling with fitness. I don't know what you're struggling with, but if you keep those things in mind, something you have an emotional attachment to that can help you kind of um, lean into it and say, you know what, this is why I'm doing this. Oh, this person recommended to, and I care about this person. Oh, this, I'm doing this because my family has said, you know, that I want to do this, that they really want me to do this. Those kind of things, number one. Uh, number two, I, 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 you know, the familiar stuff, like looking at what's familiar uh, is important. Um, again, kind of understanding, hey, I've got to commit to a certain time of day to do this kind of thing is really, really valuable. And then the framing, of course, like how long is this going to take? So as we, as I get closer to the end of this discussion point today, uh, and, and, and this solo episode was designed to kind of share, is a bit to be a bit cathartic because it's kind of my online accountability piece to say, hey, here's what I'm going to do, which I'm about to share with you. Here's what I've committed to, because then you'll hear it from me. I'll know how I've put it out there. And I don't do this very often with a lot of things. I'm trying to get better at it. Like Derek Sivers talks about like the no goals, keep your goals to yourself. I think that this is an example of where I need to do this publicly so that you know that, hey, this is, I, we've heard Mike talk about these other physical fitness programs before. Hey, we know that 
you know, Mike struggles with this, but here's what he's going to do. And maybe if I can do it, you can do it too. So ultimately I needed to go to where I had more certainty when it came to my fitness. So I knew that I like running. I just do. I never, and here's the thing. I never thought I, I would like running. But when I started to train a couple of years ago for a race, I, and I was not really training for the race. I was going to start doing the 5K. That's why I did the Couch to 5K program. I figured that's something I could do anywhere. I could get up. I could go for a run. And I did it. And I didn't even actually complete the whole Couch to 5K program. I got to like week five because I started late. And then I remember that I ran this race and I, I completed the race. I finished. It was, uh, it was uh, 8K um, and I finished it. Uh, it might have been, t- it was either eight or 10. Um, I think it was, uh, it was a good life, good life. So it was, it was eight, I believe, though, what we ran. Anyway, uh, I know at one point my knee started to bother me, but I could remember making it close to that finish line and crossing it and realizing, holy crow, I did it. Like, this is, this is unbelievable. And I was in tears because. I wasn't running to beat anybody. I wasn't running to win. The win was doing it. And I ran another race. And I think I ran three, two or three altogether. And I'm not into this for running races. It was just the idea of, because those races start early too, but it was just the idea of knowing that I could, like being in shape. That was the key. And so I thought, well, I know I like to run. And the weather is starting to get better. So what if I picked up and started that running component again? And what if I went with something familiar? So not only the familiar act of running, but the app that's familiar that I could run with. And I decided to pick up the Couch to 5K program again. But I didn't do the 5K one because they make three of them. They make the Couch to 5K, the Couch to 10K, and the Couch to 21K, which is like the half marathon. And I'm like, I'm not going to run a half marathon. I have no interest in doing that. But 10K? Yeah, let's go there. I'm pushing myself a little bit. So that's what I've committed to doing in terms of my cardio, for lack of a better term, is I'm going to complete over a 13-week period the Couch to 10K program. So it's, I know what time of day I'm going to do it. I know what I'm going to be doing. And I'm doing it tomorrow because yesterday was my first day and it was a run yesterday. And I'm going to do it for 13 weeks. Now, what about the other stuff? What about the the physical fitness part. Well, I don't have weights at home. So I worked again backwards from what I knew to be true. I don't have any weights at home. I have resistance bands, sure. But they're kind of awkward and not fun to use. And then I thought, well, what do I really enjoy? And I really enjoy, you know, I really enjoy the idea of um, when I was doing the Diamond Dallas Page, the DDPY program, the DDP yoga program. And there was a few reasons. Number one is that I remember when I used to work out, and this is going to sound silly, but I'm going to share it with you anyway. I remember like having wrestling theme songs on my playlist, and I run to those too. And I've always enjoyed watching pro wrestling. I found it to be a bit of an escape, and I know that's silly, but hey, you know, to each their own. And I thought, well, this guy is doing this yoga program. I've seen who he's helped. Um, He's got testimonials. I really enjoyed doing it when I did. And then lo and behold, it's a 13-week program. So I decided that I'm going to do the program and I didn't just go for the test, the free trial. I've tried it before. Actually, I used to have the DVDs and I sent them to my brother. I said, hey, you should try this because he's having back pain. 
But the other thing is I know I'm not very flexible. I need to stretch. My hips can get a little bit sore and things like that. And because I sit and I'm typing, I'm, you know, there can be some of that stuff going on too. So I figured this is going to help me physically in terms of getting in better shape, you know, having more flexibility and probably doing a bit of strength training because there's that resistance factor. And I get to like kind of see this wrestling component at the same time, which I rather enjoy. So I ponied up the dough and uh, am going to be doing the DDPY program. In fact, uh, I've reviewed the app again and gone through all the stuff. It's also got some great nutrition elements in it. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that, that I'm, I'm psyched about to use and get back into it. But the biggest thing is that I know what time of day to do it. I really enjoyed doing it before. It's the second piece of the program and it fulfills that other fitness element that I know I'd be missing. Yes, my wife has her own yoga programs. Yes, there's lots of other things I could do. I even signed up for the center app when they were doing the six-week program at the start of, of this month. But there's just something about that DDPY program that is there's a familiarity to it. It's got some comprehensive stuff in it that I'm that I know and understand, but also there's that emotional connection to it of hey, I like watching pro wrestling. This guy's a pro wrestler. He's helped pro wrestlers out. This is what I'm going to go with. So that's my fitness challenge: is to stick to the running, the couch to 10k, and the DDPY now app, which is what I'll be using. Uh, to get in better shape. And what's even more interesting, and I'm always looking for like these these messages or these clues, is that I, I said to my daughter, we were sitting there and, and I, I, did, I asked Siri, I said, uh, or it might have been Alexa, one of the two robots in our house. I said, how many, what day will it be 13 weeks from today? And it was July 9th. And that's about as close to my birthday as you can get. I'm about six days removed from my birthday. So by the time my birthday hits, I'll have one more week left to go on both programs. And then I can decide what the next step is. But the timing just seemed to be right. And now more than ever, I know I need to take on fitness and make it not just something I, 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 I take on as a challenge, but that I champion as well. So there you go. That's my fitness challenge. And if you have one, I'd love to hear about it. If you say, hey, you know, I've been struggling with this too. Um, it, it's hard to be a productivity person and to go up on stage and say, hey, here's what you can do to be more productive, et cetera, et cetera. And someone looks at me or I feel even myself more and like, well, who are you to say that? You know, you don't look like you're in the best of shape or you don't look like you're taking care of yourself nearly as much as you should be. There's all those things that go through my head as well. If you're struggling with this, it's Okay. It's totally okay. Um, these are just some of the simple things that we can do anytime, but maybe especially right now, to put ourselves in the best position possible to move the right things forward every day. And for me, fitness is the something that I need to move forward every single day, and I'm going to start. So if you want to let me know what your, I'd love to hear from you. Um, you could, you know, let me know on Twitter. I'm at Mike Vardy on Twitter, uh, at Productivityist on Twitter as well for the the bigger picture stuff, as well as at Productivityist on Instagram. Um, I'm even doing TikTok stuff now. Uh, so there's lots of different places you can find me, but if you want to just say, Hey Mike, here's what I'm, you know, I'm, I'm letting you know what I'm going to do for fitness challenge. You can email me at askmike at productivityist.com. Uh, if you want to reach out that way and let me know, Hey Mike, this is the kind of thing I'm doing. Um, or even just say, Hey Mike, good for you. Uh, hope, hope, it, hope it goes well. 
that's it for this episode. I want to thank you for listening. Uh, if you enjoyed this episode, I'd love you uh, to leave a rating and review in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Overcast, wherever you're listening. And if you uh, want to hear more of the program, of course, subscribe to the podcast wherever you are listening to podcasts. Uh, it's been my pleasure to uh, be uh, part of your day today as you listen to this. And I want to thank you again so much for taking the time. That's it for now. Uh, I'm Mike Vardy, the host of the Productivityist Podcast, reminding you to stop guessing and start going. See you later.